0: Hey Zach, what's up?
1: Not much, man, chilling. Just got off work. How about you? I'm
0: okay. Uh how's your week going, brother?
1: Good. What well, been working, doing some pastry. Oh I I had about what, six pop ups this week? Right on. Or this month. Excellent.
0: And then what else? Oh, doing noodles. Right on. Tomorrow. Yes, right on. And uh that's actually today's topic. Let us introduce our podcast. Uh, welcome to Two Cooks Without a Kitchen. I'm Vince. And this is Zach. And uh, Two Cooks Without a Kitchen is a podcast about <clears throat> food uh, from the people who cook the food, from the people that come together to consume it, and uh, you know the culture that surrounds it, from the people who cook the food to the people who come together to consume it, and uh, from a cook's point of view and perspective and anything else that entails food, art, music, Art, we'll Me cover too. it. Even politics, and uh, oh yeah,
1: we got a little politicky last time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, we did. Uh. Um, so, you know, it, it, we're definitely excited about this about this coming show. So, yeah. we're looking forward to it. Uh, <clears throat> so, so let's get to the topic of the day. Right, noodles. Noodles. Uh, and today's episode is noodles uh, two hundred two. Um, let's let's do a little history on noodles. Right.
1: So wait, are we gonna? Are we just basically gonna get straight into the Chinese and Italian one?
0: Oh yeah, let's do that. Like that seems to be the most heated one that we researched and looked into, that people get super heated about. And yeah,
1: but <laughs> it actually, there is no actual oldest noodle, pretty much in any culture, and most of the cultures that are famous for them, they came from somewhere else
0: that yeah that, that's true from what i dug into and researched that's pretty much where it points yeah um there are different uh versions versions and different uh and on all cultures almost every culture almost had a noodle exactly you know and and i think that everything borrows from like we've talked before in like the ta in the taco episode that everything kind of just comes we borrow from other cultures and we i don't think people we realize yeah. it and it that's what's yeah. so transcendent about food like we, we we keep moving forward and forward and mm-hmm. and we just don't realize it and everyone wants to lay them a claim to something that yeah the really they
1: started but you could always find an older version of it somewhere else
0: right and it's it's uh the 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 old age question is who came up with noodles first or mm. the italians or the China. or the chinese and uh you know that's something pretty heated and you know the italians will claim everything that they they've had it and mm-hmm. you know but some but, will say marco polo brought it back and yeah uh,
1: but that that story actually is not
0: true you know and uh so it gets pretty it gets pretty intense mm-hmm. Can't,
1: but where but so where did you find that they that italian <coughs> noodles started from
0: man uh, uh, noodles uh from what i dug around and and looked and looked into uh noodles go back they they go back into into africa and uh the um, egyptian and and arabic culture nice um and that's kind of where it where derived mm-hmm. um <clears throat> the arabics have a uh, a pasta called fregola and they they do and they do have couscous you know which is which is made with yeah
1: isn't that well I always think of it as like grated dough
0: right and it, it's pretty much what it is you make the dough it's kind of like Spetzel but right dried. right and they run it if they don't grate it they run it through a, a sieve mm-hmm. a fine sieve not to you know and that's not to be confused with Israeli couscous which is a pearl couscous yeah and this is more of a fine finer grain couscous <clears throat> but anywhere you go there's there's noodles yeah I mean. Noodles. No. Let's uh, if we jump into the the Asian and the Japanese. The Japanese do have soba and. The, well, no, they have
1: ramen. Soba comes from China.
0: <laughs> right. So t- tell us about jump into into Asia a little bit and 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 give us some some four one one on the Asia. Well, I mean, <clears throat> and some of their more popular noodles. What what are some of the more Asian prop? Pop, the popular noodles oh, that you see. That's, I mean, I
1: mean, what? It's soba, udon, udon? Do I always say that wrong? I always feel like I do. Uh, uh, what else? Ramen. Right on. Um, there's right. a, and then dumplings. Dumplings are like noodles except they're not in a broth.
0: Right. They are, they are made with, uh, noodles. with sheets, pasta sheets, so. Yeah. You know, it. I guess it can go into the same category as ravioli, right? Because but ravioli or pierogies, which is, uh, you know, mm-hmm. another another stuffed <laughs> pasta, yeah, with potato, potato, yeah,
1: samosas, know. fried ones,
0: oh, and so the uh, the whole noodles comes from, mm-hmm. you know, the the Filipinos have pancit. yeah, uh, <clears throat> rice noodles, and there's cellophane, the rice noodles, the cellophane mm-hmm. noodles. There's also, uh, wonton noodles, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I think out of all these noodles that we just mentioned from Asia, the ones that I'm really enthusiastic about and get excited about are soba and udon. Mm-hmm. Not wow. that not that ramen or cellophane noodles aren't, don't, aren't delicious, delicious.
1: all day long. It's but just udon, like it's that I like the thick noodle, and really, it's all about is broth and a little bit of veggies
0: it, and look, noodles. Listen, there's something magical about somebody yeah. and those, pulling, oh, pulling and little noodles
1: crispy and little crispy bits in it. Oh, it's
0: okay. So you know, it's something magical man when mm-hmm. you see You know, oh. it, when you see somebody pull hand noodles for the first time, especially like the udon noodles, mm-hmm. it, it'll blow you away because they they can turn up to 120 noodles in one pull.
1: And uh, Isn't that amazing, yeah, I mean, it was magical. Like when I was working at Monkey King up in Dallas, uh-huh. uh, there was this uh, <laughs> old Chinese dude, uh, named Willie who would pull noodles every day. Dude, he was it was like watching a ballet going on in front man, of him. It's
0: it's crazy, it's mm-hmm. like it it entrances you, and you're just watching them and you're like, mm-hmm. as chefs, man, as I, chefs, I, I'm like, I want to
1: be able to do that, like, want, okay. I
0: want to do that, you know, but it. it it takes so long to master and craft, and nice. to master that craft. Um, I read, I, I I read a couple of uh, articles for, from different guys, chefs who pull noodles. You yeah. know, how do you, how you become a master m- noodle maker? And this one individual talks about ten years. You know, and he can pull one hundred and twenty eight noodles in under twenty seconds. That's nuts for those of you that don't realize how crazy that is yeah and that how is, hard it is it's super fast and, and he he's like that but he's been practicing a scrap for over 10 years mm-hmm. of dedication mm-hmm. and that's and he talks about how when he did even when his mom was away and he would do crappy noodles mm-hmm. like bad noodles he would still lead them just because he put him <laughs> put in the work hey <clears throat> bad noodles not always bad you know and and those were those are his words he's like when i made a bad noodle he's a, and i had a bad i had a bad experience like i would still eat it right. and uh you know udon it, it is just one of those deals and soba noodles mm-hmm. man right. there's no there's no gluten in that in that Sure. Yeah, and the, the buckwheat and the so buckwheat. yeah you're right <clears throat> and there's like a three prompt stage to it how they set it up and also it again it's like it it's a, some of those guys practice for five six years even more and uh, there's a couple of videos out there um that we'll post on. Uh, we'll post um uh-huh. on our instagram and our uh twitter and our twitter and uh so that you can click on them and watch these guys roll out uh uh, you know, do the udon noodles, hand noodles, and uh, the soba noodles. And it is, the soba noodles are so magical. The udon noodles are mm-hmm. fantastic. There's just, there's such discipline in the way he, from the way he pours in the water, the way he flakes and, and mm. rolls the dough, to how he extends it and how he cuts it. And it's like, it blows your mind. It's so, so awesome. Mm. And, you know... They serve everything. When he serves his noodles, he serves them, in it in it's purest form, very simplistic, just a couple of green onions and maybe some other little stuff. And but it's pretty, it's pretty awesome to watch him work. To watch that work.
1: Um, What's it called? I mean, even like I, I well, I can't pull, but I can still make handmade noodles.
0: Right, and we've done handmade. Noodles. We've done our own. We've done our our ramen noodles from scratch and oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a lot of work <clears throat> and uh, but if you want to avoid the hard work and you want a d- different type of noodle yeah. uh, the rice noodles I think what rice noodles are great because you can either have you can cook them and you can make a, a cold noodle salad yeah uh, sesame chicken sa- uh, s- sesame noodle salad or just chicken dish mm-hmm. or you can make pho with it. I mean, it's, it's that simple. They're, or
1: like, what? It, remember how, when I was talking to you about like cooking them like different other styles, like right. Mexican rice.
0: Right. <clears throat> you know, and I think that's, uh, you know, that's what makes a noodle super versatile because hmm. they, they can go from the, from one part of the world to the, you know, to, to, the th- other. to the other, or to, to, to a completely, to another completely part of the, you know, And your, someone will find your, a way to use them. Right. You know, and uh, you know, let's talk about let's do let's let me touch on that like Ramicelli or fideo as we know it. Oh, fideo. Uh, we, we, where we, wait, when did we
1: where did we discover that
0: came from? Uh, that I th- I believe that's that's an Italian that's Italian mm-hmm. an Italian noodle and right. it's a small little noodle and you know you go to the store and fideo con pollo and it's uh, like we make fideo con pollo. <laughs> or you know and just straight up fideo and it's just like a little noodle but we but we we took our the spanish they apparently the spanish cooked it with tomato base and you know but the but, but us mm-hmm. in Mexico or northern Mexico or any every anywhere here there it doesn't matter everybody just kind of adapts their own version of fideo con pollo yeah. and you know some like it really soupy and some like it with n- almost no liquid just you know, yeah, little, just more noodle. More almost, noodle, almost. So it, more noodle soup. you know, it plays into every culture. It doesn't just have to stick to Italian or Asian. Yeah. You know, and, or you know, what the, else? I don't think that I don't think that when it comes down to like the Middle East, the Middle East, they need to. They they're not given that much credit, but mm-hmm. they they do have it. They do have They do have pasta. It's not as popular, you know, with the exception of like couscous. Yeah. Um. But they do have pastas, and so it, it's important that every that we let y'all know that kind of stuff because we we want to be able to inform every, inform mm-hmm. our listeners to be able to learn, not just to yeah. have, You know, keep an open mind because with food you have to keep an open mind at all times because if you don't, then you're you're gonna miss out on so many great mm-hmm. opportunities to Which, cook different things.
1: The, the thing is, it came from them being able to production or produce. Grain or grind grain into right. flour, right? You know, and like the Chinese used to use uh, was their first one
0: was made with millet. you know, see, and, and <clears throat> when it comes to that, you know, again, another another. It's a millet of a little grain, so yeah. it, it it plays into the whole. You know, you 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 can make it. You can make noodles out of pretty much anything. It's it's crazy. Corn
1: is a little hard though. i i still haven't been able to make corn
0: noodles yet. Yeah, we talked about that, and it, it it man, there's it's just we have to find a way to be able to be able to do that. But you know, yeah,
1: it's finding another starch, maybe or something. Right.
0: Um, you know, let's let's we we talked about dumplings a little bit a little while ago. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shoot the Italians. We they have gnocchi, and you know gnocchi is a potato a potato dumpling. Yeah. You know, but it's considered a pasta. In you the, know, and the south has chicken and dumplings. In the south had chicken. You know, and but. Again, people will tell people will tell you, well that's not really pasta. it's more yeah. of a biscuit boiled biscuit yeah, and my, so that's what I always had
1: Like, but I have seen the noodle one and, like, and, and I like the, that one always worried me out. I like the fluffy ones
0: And what you know what about gnocchi's a uh, fluffy little pillow when you have to boil that too before mm-hmm. you pan fry you have to cook them in water in a liquid before you serve before you pan fry them and brown them in brown, brown butter or whatever you choose to cook them with or just serve them with a the sauce. um you know
1: and then Chinese what dumplings are (laughs) so many
0: you know and and And
1: then it goes into dim sum but dim sum is also like lots of little small dishes right and and it could be from like steamed chicken feet which is really good coated in a barbecue sauce
0: right and they also have that uh dumpling that's soup stuffed dumpling oh, that yeah where they make the soup so that where they reduce it so much to, with the it's collagen like just, yeah it's, it's just collagen like, and, and then just wrap it up and then they steam it and when you eat it, it, oh, it, 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 it,
1: it, it the gelatin melts in heat
0: it's so cool so the you know in talking about let's we're on the topic of uh filled uh pastas pastas you know we can jump in a ravioli
1: Oh, ravioli.
0: And, and ravioli... How many raviolis have you ever made? Pff, the most I've made by myself. Uh, I uh, decided to to scratch that itch, and I didn't have a pasta machine, and I used a rolling bin. And I was uh, still going to school, and I was living with my cousin in Dallas. And <laughs> I, made, I, made a, I made about 30 or 40 raviolis, individual pieces. And halfway through it, I was so exhausted because, you know, I was rolling everything by hand. And I was just cutting and rolling and stuffing. And I was exhausted. And it, they were gone so quick. <laughs> they were gone They're so no quick. quick. And I was like, no. But you know how long it took, me? It, it took me? It took me a little while. And just because I didn't have a pasta machine to roll um, out my sheets. When I tried tortellini.
1: Oh, I think, I after like after the fiftieth one, I was like, oh, I I'm and you know, you know I
0: have much respect, man, because for for, for the people who the craftsmen who take who just the time row, boom, and, boom. Just, and
1: can pop those things out, yeah, like, you know they
0: they'll do they'll do all kinds of hand little cut pastas and you know from the from the gnocchi to there's even like uh like dumplings in
1: uh what's it called. Buddha, or, is it, I guess it's Turkish or, ah, uh, oh, what is it, dude? I'm totally forgetting. Um, but Pakistan or but No, budistan No,
0: Damn. on that Budapest. Map, Budapest. Um, but um they they crank out those the the, the noodles whether it's gnocchi with you mm-hmm. know I I didn't apparently you can make uh, from the cannelloni. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they'll, they'll roll out the pasta they'll roll out the pasta sheets how they cut them how they lay them out how they cut them how they stuff them and you know it, it's pretty awesome to watch those craftsmen that work and all these little cool I will
1: say though Chinese have mastered dumplings way better theirs are way like yeah. more detailed and <laughs> even in folding
0: yeah they're very intricate yeah they're very they're very tedious to make not not to say that, uh, Italian hand roll pa- or no. handmade pastas are not because they are, and you you need a specific, you have to have that special touch, and I think it it comes across in every culture. Like you have mm. to have that special touch.
1: Cause yeah, I have a hard time. N-
0: nimble fingers and and. Uh, I tried a, a soup
1: dumpling lot, once. It just did not want to work.
0: A lot of patience, so, you know. Uh, but you know that's that's just talking on one aspect of fresh pasta. You know that's just mm-hmm. like pasta that was made fresh, and at at one point the you know the history of dried right. pasta versus fresh pasta. What's better? And of course, fresh pasta is delicious, and it and, cooks faster, and it does cook faster. But you know there when the,
1: it, it, there's a time differential between the making of it next uh, where you have to make fresh pasta first and roll it out and all that other stuff and then boil it and it cooks quick where all you have to do is open a box and pour in but you have to wait what 20 30 minutes
0: uh, it takes eight minutes eight minutes to cook pasta nine minutes tops Whatever. and if you if you don't want your pasta if you want your pasta overcooked not al dente then you go ahead and roll it after you know that's eight minutes yeah, but i'm cool.
1: talking about dried pasta
0: oh well, I'm taught, that's what I mean. Dried pasta, you got to let it cook, you know. And, you know, they have, oh, how do I determine what pasta's cooked? You know, you bite it, mm-hmm. and if, if it's al dente, you know, as cooks, we have to, we, as cooks, us, we take into consideration that if it's still a little, it's still Chewy. got a, a, a solid bite, we can leave it out, and when we re-toss it in the sauce, it's gonna, it's carryover heat. Yeah, but the, we'll finish cooking it. You know, so that some, we don't overcook it. Right, and sometimes, uh, the home cook or the first timer that's never cooked pasta doesn't know that, and so they get a little intimidated. It's not cooked yet, but you're still, you know, it's okay. The carryover heat will take it over, and it'll be perfectly cooked, and you'll be okay. And just, I, I, think that, you know, pasta isn't, dried pasta isn't expensive, so you can take you can take a little gamble. Yeah, it's gonna cost you a dollar. A mm-hmm. dollar and mind you a dollar's a lot of uh, can be a lot of money but there we can always uh you can always practice makes perfect and right. that's the way to do it and pasta is versatile and you can make but it why
1: not try it just give it a try and, and you
0: have to be able to give yourself the opportunity to, be, to learn and gain a new experience and it, and it's a uh, positive for everybody for you and mm-hmm. for anybody who tries it plus Look, you get I, to eat I tried, it yeah I
1: tried doing well I did a flatbread. I did an old Viking flatbread that with potatoes, uh-huh, and it basically is a flour tortilla with potato in
0: it <laughs> you know and uh, there's a let, 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 let me let, let me we're, we're on the Italian subject and we're, ta- we're talking about a bunch of Italian pasta. Let's talk about some of the more popular Italian pasta noodles. Which uh, one with, like, no um not the dish I'm talking about spaghetti uh, spaghetti linguini uh macar- macaroni rigatoni ravioli bucatini bucatini uh gnocchi yeah. uh you know and then you have you have mezzaluna the mezzaluna which is a ravioli it's called half it's half moon don't they
1: have a shaved one too
0: yeah they do and they they have this this one particular pasta that's handmade too it's called strozza prezzi mm-hmm. and it basically means the 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 priest strangler and it's kind of like it, it's crazy because it's in the it's it's part of northern northern Italy I believe mm-hmm. I could be, and uh they they used to serve it to the pre to the priests and hope that they would choke on it it's, <laughs> I don't know why, why you would, t- here's, here's pasta, choke on it. Choke on it, and, choke and, on and pasta. And, and, this uh, is for no, you know what you did. And there's also another story behind that, that, if he, that they call it strota like mm-hmm. the strangled priest, because they used to have towels, and they used to wring it, and it kind of looks like a ring towel. Oh, okay. And so, it, there's a couple of different stories behind that, but that pasta is super versatile. I, I like using it, and uh, I found myself in a... A, with another fellow cook and he ended up cooking that pasta and he made it like he made it like you would fideo con fideo and it was like with the 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 flavors of fideo and it was so awesome you know and it was I was like I thought you were going to do like an Italian dish or I, there was some type of other sauce he's like no man he's like my ex-girlfriend made this for me and she used to make pido con pollo, and that and, and that's where I took. I'm like, well, it's pasta. They use vermicelli. Why not substitute this pasta for vermicelli? And uh, and you know, it it mm-hmm. looks. It the presentation was a lot better because he did a dry a drier version of it, not a soupy version of it. And he just presented it different. It was so awesome. It tasted really yummy. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But
1: what did you think? Uh, I wanted to ask you. So what in my research on, uh dumplings i oh. found out that the chinese actually used to make dumplings out of mutton and like i like well at first like i never would have associated that with with yeah. <laughs> with, with chinese food like have like i never heard of a lamb nah, fried or
0: man, lamb anything no man that you know that and, and maybe maybe but i haven't if anybody else has, I you know feel yeah. free to please. I want, a, I want
1: a dish. I want a traditional mutton Chinese dish. Let us know. Yeah, um,
0: that's that's actually pretty crazy because I know mm-hmm. the the shrimp and the pork and chicken, but mostly mm-hmm. pork. Yeah. is like a huge staple. And, you know, yeah,
1: and that's what I and that's how I always felt it too. But it, like in my research, yeah, when dumplings were created, they were probably made with the mutton.
0: Huh. Well. There you have it, folks. You you learn something new every day, and, and again, and that's that's weird because mutton is not something you associate with.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I guess like the, I mean, China and there's India. I know they use lamb and right. and mutton, and goat. So like, and then probably other the countries <laughs> the, around the them, around them, yeah. All pro- yeah, so yeah. And that so and that, that, that
0: might just be like a regional uh, like or. or regional yeah but of china
1: probably and but that's interesting spread.
0: that that's pretty awesome man that's interesting yeah. <clears throat> you know um when it comes to when we when we come back to italy you know like any other like any mm-hmm. other like here in the states whether you go from the southern cooking to the to the west coast or northeast you know with the clam chowder or the green you yeah. know al dente vegetables or you know with the snap and (laughs) and the west coast with the healthy eating and and italy man northern italy they they stick more to uh to the butter-based sauces there's if you go to italy you don't ask for a fettuccine alfredo because they don't have it they don't have cream-based uh pasta uh sauces when they don't have a fettuccine alfredo they have a, they have butter, salt, and isn't that, cheese. Isn't
1: that isn't Alfredo pretty much what uh, nachos and
0: quesadillas are <laughs> for Mexico? It was kind Made of for white people, you know. And that that's another. The we'll, we'll jump we'll we'll jump into that. You know, how did we bastardize? Yeah. As Americans, like we we bastardize a lot of every a lot of things in this culture. And some for good, and some not for bad. I mean, and some people, some some people profit from it really, really well, and some don't. And, but, you know, you, it. I guess you bastard, because it it goes back to people, I mean, if, how do you we, say if we if we were to eat, of something if we if we were to eat true Chinese food and the people here that in yeah. in, the, in the states they would be they wouldn't be into it, no. and and they talk about it in all kinds of documentaries and people and, and I've yeah. asked people. Like oh, if I serve this stuff, there nobody's gonna eat it. So you know they have to pander to us and. That's what it is. <clears throat> and that's we, what we it alter, is. <clears throat> we
1: alter, food to make people
0: happy. And, and ultimately, that's all that matters because it's we're supposed to be happy. You know, yeah. food's supposed Which to we, make you yeah that, feel good. It's feel good, and um, so yeah, so they they don't use cream based sauces. Or oh, and, and even when they do Carbonara, mm-hmm. like they well, don't that, use... one,
1: that that doesn't have cream in it, it's just nah. an egg. And,
0: but here everywhere you go it's you know And white wine it, yeah. it, It's wine and like cream. Yeah. And like an egg. And uh I know it's the egg that's supposed to make the creamy part. Right. And with the with the parmesan cheese and or the or with the wine and the parmesan well, cheese well it just depends cuz some of them don't use parm some of them use pecorino oh, okay. and which... or pecorino or romano and uh, but it it doesn't matter it's just it's done differently they we we you they use traditionally they use the pancetta, the pancetta mm-hmm. and they cook the noodles they take them they they take them out and they you know, saute the rest of the veggies with a little pasta water. Drop the drop the egg in there too. They yeah. use it as a liaison to be able to make the sauce. Make the sauce and and then they add the cheese and boom, that's it. And you put a little parsley or green onions on top, and that's all she wrote. And we're not we're not used to you know you make a carbonara for somebody here and they're like eh, it's not it what I have raw egg.
1: In <coughs> it is. It's not it's like r- no, it isn't. It's cooked
0: it, it, just... because the noodles are hot and it's. Yeah. And again,
1: if you, if you do it right, it turns into a sauce, if it doesn't, it turns into a scramble
0: again. That's all part of people not having the correct information, you know and not 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 being informed right. and get you know you're putting you're putting hot noodles and an egg and hot butter it's gonna cook yeah it's gonna it's gonna cook it's not gonna be any different than eating on over egg probably if anything way, you, way better way better you know or a sunny side up egg mm-hmm. and so you know it yeah it, it's all about it's all about perception, perception and knowing mm-hmm. you know and this is what this podcast is about we want to give everybody a fresh a, a different perspective and and know how like hey this is how we this is how the carbonara is done so don't be afraid because you Let's let's be truthful. You've probably eaten way riskier food without you knowing. Yeah, and that's a fact. We'll, yeah. we'll <laughs> talk about that one day. And uh, as well, you can also find us on Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify, and our Instagram at Two Cooks Without a Kitchen, and our Twitter at Two Cooks Without a Kitchen as well. And uh, if you have any questions about this podcast about food. How to make something? Please DM us direct, and we'll respond immediately. And uh, <clears throat> we we want we encourage everybody to reach out and uh, take part in this. We want we want you to uh, engage us, and if you think that we we should talk about a certain topic, then let it hit us up and let us know direct messages on send us a DM, and we'll get you know we'll talk about it. And, uh, you know, we want something that you're eager to, to, to want to learn. And, hey, we're all for it. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll provide you with the, with the proper information. And we want everybody, everybody, all our listeners, to be able to engage and, and learn something from, from our podcast. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, collectively together, Zach and I have been cooking for a really long time. And uh, if we don't have the answer, there's always somebody else that has been cooking longer than us, and that's what's cool about the cooking community and you know chefs and cooks you can if you don't know something, you can always defer to somebody else, and we're so eager to share and we, we just pass on knowledge and that's what makes it super awesome.: Oh yeah so <clears throat> so much fun don't don't hesitate to ask and just feel free um, and uh, again. Uh, just uh, we encourage everybody to to take to participate. Let's go ahead and uh, <clears throat> Zach. Let's go ahead and take this little. Let me let me talk about just uh, the per. Let, let's go. I'm gonna stay on Italy no, and to, uh, keep Italy. talking because I, now as we head to down to the south, there they use a little bit more. They're the ones that created marinara sauce mm-hmm. or marinero marinara. Marinara means ma- sa- salsa de mar or, or sauce uh, salsa the sea, right? Mm-hmm. And from marinara, there's a lot of stuff that was derived like puttanesca sauce. And, and I know this is noodles, but the sauce puttanesca goes on pasta and, yeah. and rice. And, and there, there's some way super interesting stories behind that. Just like the name and, you know, putana means prostitute and how it became about. And there's several stories that that the the late the the women that were were at home and and I guess in the in the back alleys the the women of the night would would walk through there and they would throw whatever the leftover sauce they had and threw it at them and just throw the throw the sauce at the at, at the, the putanas. Putanas, at the putanas like right the prostitute poop and they dump it and it's like wait why, oh. why would you do that so they could scatter and 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 get out of your alleyway or whatever, and that's kind of that's kind of messed that's up, a waste, right? Waste of food, right <clears throat> there. And then there's uh there's uh there's another story, of another gentleman who, who was closing up shop, and all he had was like marinara. He everything was mm-hmm. done, and he's like, I have pasta and marinara, and that's how Putinesca and, came and, about. And and, sa- and he had like salmon, and usually Putinesca contains some type of like fish. And uh, he, uh, but lemony Steak has told me it was just tomato sauce and pasta. <laughs> <laughs> so this man, they, these customers come in and they want they want something to eat, and so he whips up something. He puts capers, onions, uh, garlic, boom, a little olive oil sauté. it, throws a little a little crushed tomato in there, and some basil, and you know. There you know tosses it with some pasta and, and salmon and that was it. Putanesca is born, and, and they asked them, "What do you call this Putanesca pasta?" I'm like, "Why? Because it was easy to make." And <laughs> whatever. Then <laughs> these are the stories that are out there and we and I research and I've I've shared them with, with with guests, and they're totally baffled and they they, you know, are you sure? I'm like, ah, I'm pretty sure. And I was like, there's different versions. And of course, I let them know the other different versions of it. You know, like we talked, they do should throw the, tomato, the excess tomato yeah. marinara sauce at them. And, you know, it's it's funny how...
1: I feel that it's just a giant waste of food. <laughs>
0: we shouldn't like, waste food. We shouldn't waste food. <clears throat> we, what were they thinking? Well, you know, and with that, it's uh, it's a story. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's a lot. They're just like fables and stories and they get passed on. And it's pretty interesting to have that in your in the back of your mind because... It's, you know, you can... If somebody doesn't like the food or, you know, if there's really no true origin to it or that you don't know, that's always an, an interesting, cool anecdote to share with somebody, you know, because, <laughs> right. yeah. you know, it, it takes your it's mind. It's
1: like a good conversation starter. Right.
0: It, especially if you're trying to get people to engage and be able to try different stuff, and especially when it comes to food. But... um through all these noodles that you know it doesn't matter where you know recently here in the last I don't know 10-15 years um the you know everything's either grain or or wheat or wheat um and now the the vegan and vegetarian movement have made you know they're standing and they're starting to come along Mm -hmm. and it's you know we're pushing forward and uh now we're jumping into like vegetable noodles,
1: yeah, oh, vegetable noodles, so I'm actually gonna try it this week is do a paleo ramen, right on huh? what like I mean what the noodles are well, the veggies are gonna cook in the hot broth, right, so I can use just top i can use the veggies as noodles and put more stuff on it, right, and on the paleo diet, they can still have protein, so I can put uh. What's it called? My pulled pork on it. and And broth. It's just basically a bone broth, but I used Asian flavors without any gluten or uh, unprocessed sugar. Right on. Yeah. And,
0: and, uh, you know, and now that that the vegetable noodles, you know, and they they have all this equipment now, nifty little gadgets that you don't... You used to only be able to get, like, online and what have you. now. Now you can go... I mean, I, I want to say I went into... Oh, with the, the I, 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 I want to say I even went into, like, the Dollar Store, Dollar General. Mm-hmm. And you can go in there, and you'll find a spiralizer. And, you know, granted, it's a spiralizer, but it, it's it's the same concept. And yeah. if you don't want to spend uh, $50, $60 on a mandolin, you can pay you can spend 12 bucks on a spiralizer, and it will do the same effect. Right. I personally prefer the mandolin, yeah. You know, but not everybody.
1: But I can get a good straight noodle.
0: It's not for everybody though, man, because it claims a lot of fingertips. <laughs> fingertips. And fingertips. And sides, and, sides and, of hands. And sides of hands. And especially with us, man, like any seasoned cook or, yeah, you know, we, any seasoned cook will tell you like, hey, be careful with you that. You
1: think you can be fast and like, boom, one second you look away. Right. Like, and all, your... they'll <laughs> tell you,
0: hey, be careful with the with the mandolin. I was like, I know it's my mandolin, and mm-hmm. you know, the second, the second you get overconfident, yeah, bam, that's sure. when you cut yourself. And oh, so it hurts. When I first when I first started cooking, there was uh, the man who, one of the gentlemen who trained me. He's like, listen, he's like, we we don't fear the knife, but you you gotta respect it, because if you don't fear, it, you're gonna chop your finger off. <laughs> he says, if you respect it, you'll only cut yourself. You won't mangle yourself. <laughs> so the same thing with the mandolin because yeah. sometimes they 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 make them with guards and you can go at it with a guard, but yeah. you know at some point you want to do more. You, you know you, you want to do it with your hand. And I
1: find open palm usually works,
0: especially when you get down to the. To the, to the to the to the little nub. Nub, yeah. to the nub and 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 the listen the listeners out there might be asking why why is that so important yeah uh, because when you're you're in tight budget especially yeah, you, you, have you, you, you have to use all your product you have to use all your product and we can emphasize that we want to promote mm-hmm. to use all your all your entire product and have zero waste not just from a financial standpoint of view but it's just its food
1: and it shouldn't and ec- be
0: wasted. And, yeah, it shouldn't be wasted on an <clears throat> ecological. Right. You. And so when when using the mandolin, it cut mand. when you buy mandolins, you know, you can you can even find the fancy mandolins at uh, at Bed Bath and Beyond or even some of the the stores in the mall, you can find them and you know, and you can spend 50, 60 bucks and they come with like little blades and Those blades will get you too, but they'll give you the the perfect size vegetable string or noodle. Yeah. And uh, you can make you can make uh, different takes on that. So if you're considering doing something with, you know, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to eat noodles. I don't want to eat pasta or bread. Well, then, you know, go 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 down to try vegetables. And if you don't want to buy that and you have great knife skills or you want to practice your knife skills, go ahead and chop, uh, them, up. chop them up with. And what are some of the more popular vegetables that they use to make, like, the no- vegetable noodles? Well, I've
1: been finding what
0: squash. Squash <coughs> is really great for noodles. Right. The summer yeah. squash. Yeah. Zucchini squash. Um, Calabaza squash. Right. The... um
1: what's it called you could even uh, I think a butternut would do a good one too you know what
0: it probably would and just cause it's a lo- It's a little bit meatier mm-hmm. and it, it's more dense and it could take some cooking some solid yeah it could take some cooking and it, it won't it won't it could hold up I think yeah I think so too <clears throat> and uh you know the great thing about a mandolin. It also, it can you, you you your desired thickness. You can make them really thick mm, or thin. Yeah. You know, so especially
1: like the thinner it is, the thinner it is, the faster it'll cook. Right. Where the thicker it won't <clears throat> will probably take a little bit longer.
0: Exactly. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna try that. And but, you,
1: and if you guys are interested, uh, what's it called? There will be paleo ramen over at uh at
0: Oh, Dude, I'm forgetting the art show. No. Uh, is that gonna be what? What's the date on that? That,
1: that is the 18th. Right on. Of this. Uh, or sorry, no,
0: the 19th. The 19th of April. April. Right on. And so, any of you listeners out there that want to want to try a different take on noodles or or ramen, go ahead and uh, head over to Yevadia and catch a good show. Yeah. and uh, music art all kinds of stuff go going for the on? go for the food and stay for the stay, stay for the show yeah and <laughs> <laughs> and you, and and you you get you know you support you support your, your support local your local vendors and local bands and you know and that's we want to promote that as well it's <clears throat> it's a, it's you know it's a cool thing to do to be able to support your your you know other fellow Cooks and other you know fellow musicians, you know that are in the arts whether you you do art, arts and crafts it doesn't matter. Uh, be supportive in because that that you know, and you know it's a we're a small community we're a small community and the more we support each other the better and uh, I think uh, the more exposure for everybody and it it allows us to see things from different perspectives not just from the cooking perspective from the art perspective the musical perspective so yeah. uh, we really want to encourage our listeners to go ahead and be able to do yeah. that and support just support <clears throat> local talent <clears throat> so yeah um, what else what 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 else is that I wanted to bring up and what? in your what you want to talk about noodle pop-ups you you, you know you did do a noodle pop-up Um and this year was pretty awesome because you, you brought... I brought a friend You in. invited a, a friend over, which we mentioned earlier. Yeah. His name's Andrew Chen, and he, he's from Dallas. And he, he's the chef owner of Monkey King. Yeah. And uh, he came down and he uh, helped Zach uh, pulled through some he hand-pulled, hand-pulled
1: noodles. noodles. Coolest thing ever. What's it, it called? But we still made handmade noodles, too. Yeah, yeah
0: you know and that that's pretty cool because i don't think that um, you know you well especially I mean. here you you don't go to a a restaurant or anywhere and get hempel noodles because there's we we unfortunately we don't have that talent here <laughs> not yet. yet not yet we're working on it <clears throat> but we you know it, you have to go to austin or you have to go to houston or san antonio or or, or dallas or other big cities to be able to see that, and it was yeah. it was, mm-hmm. and, it,
1: and I like bring and I like bring, <clears throat> being able to bring that to here to the valley for people to see something different. Right,
0: and it was super cool that I, you know, you got in touch with Andrew and he was like, yeah, I'm down for it, mm-hmm. and he came down and he he pulled noodles that night and that, that's pretty awesome. It was, you know, you know, because that's not something that it's different to see it live happening in person as opposed to watching a video because. When yeah. you're watching that guy pull, you know, start with a one piece and one piece of thick <laughs> of noodle, dough. and then he makes 128 noodles, and bam, 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 and then it's like, mm-hmm. it's time to cook them, <clears throat> you know. And then cool them down and then serve them. And that, you know, that's super cool, uh, you know. And on the, the there's, I was watching, uh, and and I also read on, on cut noodles, which is kind of the same thing, well, not the same thing. Well, that's like, how udon is done. <clears throat> They have His the hand cut. No, I'm talking about they have like they'll take a big a big chunk of the dough and they, they'll take like a, a dough a bench scraper oh, right yeah. and and they have a, a pot of boiling water and they're just like shaving now boom. they have a machine for it. They just like they're just shaving it, boom boom, and they're just shaving away, shaving away, and you're like, Holy crap. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And then <clears throat> the process on how they make uh, rice noodles too. Oh, is that one's crazier? Cause they
1: basically are, they it's it's a pot of boiling water, the rice noodle mix, which is pretty liquidy, right? I guess, and they pour it into a pot with like three or four holes in it, right? And they're actually just letting it pretty much drip into that hot water and twirling it.
0: You know, and, and that that's crazy, and I've and how they do. I've also. A, I caught cut a couple of videos on how they do the rice noodle sheets, mm-hmm. or or how they make the thicker cut rice noodles.
1: Yeah, for like, the what's it called the spring rolls and spring wraps.
0: It's crazy, you know, and It <clears> seems <throat> like now that it's like a machine, right? You know, and uh, that's always cool to watch, uh, just because I think it's it's something it's kind of like it's kind of like a dying art. Because people who usually have that, that particular skill, they don't want to show it to anybody, and because it's so time consuming and demanding, and like if you're gonna teach somebody a tedious process, you, you know, yeah. you have to be dedicated. I think that's why sushi sushi chefs are are so far. What
1: it's like, what almost five to ten years, just it's, about rice.
0: It just you know, and it so, I think the same thing goes into the make noodle making process. When, they, when they're making them by hand like that. You know, and I don't think it's any different. That's for the Asian, you know, for anything in Asia. I don't think it's any different for, uh, you know, the Ital- Italian noodles. Because not to take anything away from them. Because they, you know, some of those, some of those, you know, noodle makers will crank out. Oh, yeah. No, you know, the, the, the old
1: lady who can pretty much roll up the dough, roll it a little bit, let it spread out. And then roll it out this, like, perfectly flat sheet. It's crazy, and
0: that, you know they do that by hand, and, and that
1: like how, yeah. You know, I it, do that; it sticks to the pin
0: all the time, and, and it's it like, never works because they, you know, and they, you know, they're like bakers. It's obviously uh, you know you're working a dough, and if it's too hot, too cold, mm-hmm. how much water, how much, how much you know dry ingredients do you use, and mm. and so it. it and it's,
1: some people don't understand baking temperature messes up baking a lot, and, and, and,
0: and even when it comes to uh, noodles as well. You know, even mm-hmm. when it comes to noodles as well. Because I remember even when Andrew was pulling noodles, he's like, oh, man. He's mm-hmm. like, I hope it doesn't cool down because it's going to make it a little bit harder. Yeah. And I'll have to add less water and what have you not. So everything, the elements take in the place. Yeah. The, take, way you're doing. the way you're doing things. And, <clears throat> and that's something that they talk about in Cooked. And I, I know that would you know, for those of you who mm-hmm. haven't been able to listen or, or been in touch with what we've been talking about, uh, go ahead and uh, watch this documentary. It's on Netflix. It's called Cook. And they talk, you know, they talk about air, fire, water, water and, and earth. Which and, earth
1: is fermentation. And
0: they talk about, they talk about all that stuff from the bread making to the pasta making and what it takes to be able to make a dough, a good dough, what makes it great, you know, how the elements come into play. And, you know, I used to, when I was in culinary school, had a shepherd, she'd be like, well, he's like, making bread today is not going to be fun, because it was super humid, or it was too cold, and you know, you, she was usually writing and you're like, oh, whatever, you can't, you, you know, like, you're trying to do it, it won't come out, I was like, I told you, it's going to be rough, because of, of the conditions, and we were in an air-conditioned building, and she's like, that doesn't matter, it's still taking, it's Still, it still, still affects it, so <clears throat> it's a it's a it's a hoot, man. When it comes down to that, we, you know the elements play into how everything comes out, especially with noodles and, yeah. and anything you know that has that has to be made into a dough. Um, I don't know, Zach. Let's go ahead and uh let's get. I I wanted one of your tell me some of your, two of your favorite dishes, noodle dishes, if, from Asia, and two of your favorite from. You know whether it's Italian, it doesn't matter, because um, I know you love it. You love the Asian noodles, so go ahead and give me your two well, best. the
1: first one is always going to be dan dan. I love that right. spicy, sweet pork noodles, so good. And, right on. Uh, and then I will have to say I'm I'm a good old fashioned. Uh, my grandma actually has a tomato sauce that she always makes, and I love it. It's just, it's pretty much vegetarian. Right. It's on. It It's a very simple tomato sauce, but I love it in pasta. Right on. Potonesca, basically. Right on.
0: Cool beans. What right about the fish? Uh, you know, out of, out of all of the lo mein, the rice noodles, mm-hmm. the sweet potato noodles, and all that stuff that I've tried, you know, the wonton noodles, I think I like udon the best. And when I was in Chicago and I went to to that little noodle shop holding mm-hmm. the wall and I ate those. It's a different, it's a different ball game. I was, I was never, you know. Never the same. Never the same. No. It's kind of like. Kinda like
1: uh, what's it called? Uh, no, I remember Udon too when we were living in California and uh, we'd go to this, every year there was this Japanese festival Uh forget where but we would go to it every year and that was the one thing we always had to have we used to get like two or three of them it's now so th- we could take them home because that was the only time we could get that that <laughs> that Uda. right
0: for for all of all of the 956 listeners that's like you know having fresh noodles is like having fresh tortillas mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, once uh-huh. you have fresh tortillas you can't go back Nope. You, you you'll slap somebody. They give you something out of a plastic bag. <laughs> I was like, you yeah, know, <laughs> hey, like,
1: what, what's wrong with the plastic bag?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no way, man! It's, it's it's that's a that's a comparison. Yeah, like once yeah. you have fresh pulled noodles, it's hard. It's hard it to is. go back. Not that you know. I, I
1: barely eat ramen anymore out of a package.
0: And, and now you know they they have great noodle companies that are making great and you know better noodles better noodles and, and they're, they're we actually fresh. have
1: a store that, that sells fresh noodles and and they're not they're not you know they're they, we even have a really good restaurant that's selling ramen
0: you know and so that's always super cool and you know I think as as the valley grows a lot of more you know hopefully we can at some point or another we can get some talent or or somebody can develop that skill to be able to do hand pulled noodles and bring and bring it to the and bring it to the valley to the nine five six, and you know that that would be super awesome. Um, for me personally, udon, mm-hmm. awesome. And then I guess, uh, man, I call me call me nostalgic or whatever, but you know. I love I love lasagna. <laughs> yeah, okay. I thought you were gonna say pideo for a second. You know, and I do I was, like I do, I do like Fidel, but I like lasagna, and you know that's another heated point, man. Lasagna is like apparently not even, you know, some historians will tell you that it's found in cookbooks. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what is it Dude, Americanized from, bastardization. Uh, it's actually, it's it's a UK thing. There, oh, they okay. kind of created the the lasagna staple. And it's, they bastardized, apparently. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a couple versions, and, you know, there's some versions where where lasagna is in uh, medieval Italian cookbooks. And it contains the re- recipes of that kind of, of, mm-hmm. of lasagna. But it wasn't called lasagna, it was called something else. And it wasn't made with meat, or che- and it had some cheese, but no vegetables. Okay. So, it's, you know, it's kind of like, uh, it, I I don't know, but... I do know that the UK, in the UK, England, they 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 do they kind of guess, kind of how we pushed fettuccine alfredo to the forefront and made it popular here. Yeah. And uh, even in even in the UK, like fettuccine alfredo is a thing, right? Yeah. And you know lasagna is a thing here. I think that they were able to. Do their own modifications and push it to the forefront. And then it went back to the home country? I guess. I don't know. I don't even know if they... I don't even know, to be honest. Because... I don't even know if... Uh,
1: Maximo does a burnt lasagna dish. See, and... I mean,
0: mean, yeah. I don't even... To be honest, apart from him, I don't even know if there's other places that serve lasagna when it it comes to that Mm -hmm. in Italy. But, you know, I'm sure they do. That's, you know... Uh, it's like, do you like the burnt end of lasagna? Oh, hell yeah, man, that's my favorite part. Yeah. I think hey, it's like uh, with anybody when you make lasagna, it's like, oh, let's 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 see who gets the end piece, yeah. just 'cause it's the best part. It is the best part. It's kind of like getting the the crispy ends of like chicharron or whatever. <laughs> like, oh, that's for me. Who's gonna? Who's gonna? When you're doing fried chicken and like a piece of skin falls off, like yeah. who's getting it? I think that's the same for. I think I think that's mine. You know. And so, that, I think that all, you know, I think that's like a universal thing for everybody. That's mine. And mm-hmm. if you don't, that's okay. If you haven't tried it, then you definitely should try it. You've been missing out. And yeah. you've been you've been lied to because <laughs> they probably tell you, oh, take the burn-in. You get the nice one. No, you should You should enter yeah, take, take the burn Take the burn-in. It's delicious. Don't be fooled. <clears throat> don't listen to them. But in any case, uh, we're going to come to... Uh, to closing of this episode uh with two cooks without a kitchen and uh feel free to look up zach and i at two cooks without a kitchen on instagram two cooks without a kitchen or or our twitter at two cooks without a kitchen and uh we'll post up um uh pictures and usually when we're doing our research or. Or food that in places where we're hidden up and, and different foods that we try. Again, if you have any questions or you will not have any feedback or you want to know anything about cooking in general, uh, feel free to DM us on on our Instagram or our Twitter, and uh, just give it. You know, give it. Give us some feedback or ask your questions, and we'll 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 get back to you as soon as possible. Also, if you you can also find us on Spotify at Two Cooks Without a Kitchen or the Apple the Apple Podcast at Two now Cooks that, Without a Kitchen.
1: People have been having questions about how to to get on to Two Cooks Without a Kitchen. It's it's the Roman numeral, so mm-hmm. when you're typing it, use two capital I's.
0: Right, <clears throat> and uh, usually, if you if you do Two Cooks Without, if you even if you put the number two, uh it's a it's a it's a you'll see the the little skillet the two pieces of bacon and it'll say two cooks out a kitchen and it's a skillet it's a skill it's a hand-drawn skillet and I'm gonna get a shout out to my sister-in-law uh, <laughs> Gabby Vega she she hand drew that for me and instantly like a day later you know brought it up and she's like I hope it's good enough and I you know I want to thank her for that and I and uh, give a shout out to her for doing doing the artwork for us. Catch us go to if you go to our Instagram and our Twitter. The link to our to be able to hear it, this episode and the rest of our episodes that we posted in the in the past on uh, on Apple Podcasts there through there through our Instagram and Twitter. Um. Again, we're closing out this episode. We want to thank all our listeners. Remember, stay hungry, be happy, and always be ready to eat. We'll see you guys next week.
1: Talk to you later.